Tony goes big. Goes big. How big? I think it's big enough. It is! Oh, man, just by a matter of inches. Hello and welcome to the Fourth Seat Podcast. We are recording this on 13th of July. Um, we are looking forward to see whether uh, England win the World Cup tomorrow or we'll have our second favourites, New Zealand, take the cup tomorrow. Uh, I have with me Aditya and Rahul. Before I forget, let me just remind you that Aditya and Rahul are the book cricket champions of 1996 in Thane and Dobuli. Guys, uh, any fond memories of the book cricket championship that you won? Adi, you go first. <laughs> I have had a few good knocks. Like uh, I, I think I have broken Brian Lara's record once, once in a while. It used to be a very common occurrence. And I think 96 was not the only time. We have been book cricket champions for much longer. That that's oh, okay, but then uh, one more question regarding book cricket, guys. Uh, does it matter whether you are a left hander or right hander in book cricket? A, a, a bit, actually, Mayuk. This does this is a, a critique on the uh, technique. I must say that uh, there are two things which come into play. One is that if you're a left hander and if you're using a more uh, book with old pages which are not very flimsy, you tend to have high scores. Uh, whereas if you're a right-hander and if you're using a flimsy paged book like your uh, films, film magazines and uh, the one with the plastic coating, you tend to be a bit inconsistent. So I think... But also, uh, uh, that's like a green wicket, is it? Yeah, kind of, kind of. But that's my uh, my opinion on the uh, left-hander, right-hander part of it, Mayu. So, but guys, again, uh, there was another thing in book cricket which we had also a trial ball in the Gali cricket ka extension. First, in, first two ball, trial ball. If it's out, it's trial ball. It, six oh, hai, oh, trial oh, ball that nahin. depends on how seriously you took the game, Adi. So, I think you should now change <laughs> the topic a bit. <laughs> so, uh, is kuch, uh, book cricket mein kuch rule change aaya kya? I mean, for example, I remember if, if you open that even number page and it came as 8, then it was a no ball or a white ball. It was counted as 1, I think. So, I think that is I think that is an international book cricket club ka official rule book. Wisdom publish karta hai ka? book cricket kuch to aisa? I think we should have official records. and look at book hexadecimal sequence. So it starts <laughs> with one, ends at six, then uske baad it, it is eleven and then goes up till sixteen. <laughs> so that uh, one and six, one to six numbers are uh, adequately So your uh, page numbering uh, logic will be determined by hexadecimal uh, yeah. Numbers. And, and audience just ko hexadecimal numbers ka ye logic pata nahi hai. We will add that to the episode description. Yes. And then uh, before I forget, uh, basically I have a record ki I have scored ducks consecutively 20 times in book cricket. Oh, but is... even uh, even then you are better off than uh, Courtney Walsh. Or? <laughs> Ajit Agarkar maybe. <laughs> Marwan Attapattu. <laughs> Five in a row. <laughs> but, yeah. 
Anyways, guys, so uh, let's start with the main point. Uh, this is the fourth seat podcast. We could perhaps the main name disappoint. <laughs> Main point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, straight to the talking point. Kuch bhi hone ke pehle. Guys, India ka away jersey, naya jersey, kaisa laga tum logo ko? We saw an orange and blue jersey against England. Frankly, my opinion, un log uh, HP del- gas delivery person lag raha. Nay, and then iska, isme bhi a conspiracy theory nikala hai ki because uh, BJP is in power, uh, saffronization of the Indian cricket team karke, Sagari ka goshna I think kuch to uh, nonsense piyu ki hai and usko as usual ghali dene ke liye potaiso log time mein bhi khada tha. Mujhe pehle laga un log cylinder deliver karne ko aagya matlab. Aray, Nike sabse bakwas jersey kiyo manata hai matlab unimaginative designs as if do color chaap diya. Even Bangladesh ka jersey mein kuch ta at least kisi ne to design pe mehnat kiya aisa feel aata hai. Weird. Nike is especially itna bada company tumhara jersey bana raha hai. You just are plastering combination of colors on your jersey. Even the blue jersey for that matter. Not just for this HP one. I think design department needs to uh, needs a rejig there I should say. Or probably MSK Prasad is doubling up as a selector for his design. Quite possible. <laughs> ये एमएस कर प्रसाद मतलब कौन है वो वो मतलब पप्लू टप्लू किधर से आ जाता है सिलेक्शन कमेटी में बैठने को एक एपिक इनिंग है नाइनटी में सिलेक्शन सिलेक्शन कमेटी नहीं है ही इज चीफ ऑफ द सिलेक्शन कमेटी यू नीड टू गिव हिम स्पेशल रिस्पेक्ट मतलब हमने तुम लोग चार नाम निकालोगे एमएस के प्रसाद गगन खोड़ा देवांग गांधी और जतिन परांच पे उनमें से चूज करोगे कि सब सबसे बड़ा लूजर कौन है और उसको तुम लोग चीफ बनाओगे सिलेक्शन कमेटी का आई थिंक दिस थिंग अपेरेंटली ना नेट्स में बोलिंग डाल रहा था कोहली एंड कंपनी का वाओ इज इट बेटर देन सबा करीम बीइंग ऑन द स्टूडियो एंड प्लेइंग अ वर्चुअल बॉल बट आई आई हैव मोर रिस्पेक्ट फॉर सबा करीम बे सबा करीम एटलीस्ट बात तो करता था ठीक से ही कुड आर्टिकुलेट हिज सिलेक्शन ही लिटरली गिव हिज आई फॉर द कंट्री कंट्री सो आई हैव रिस्पेक्ट फॉर हिम अच्छा और विकेट कीपिंग बैट्समैन चेयरमैन ऑफ सिलेक्शन कमेटी का कुछ तो ऐसा लॉजिक है ना किरण मोरे था फिर सबा करीम फिर अभी ये एमएसके बेसिकली व्हेन दे वर प्लेइंग इंटरनेशनल क्रिकेट उनको बैटिंग का मौका मिला नहीं नंबर सात आठ पे आके विकेट कीपिंग के बाद नंबर सात आठ पे आते थे उन लोग तो थोड़ा कुछ इम्पोर्टेंस चाहिए करके दे दिया रहेगा उन लोगों को बट एम एस के प्रसाद लेटस नॉट फॉरगेट उसने एक दो स्टेलर नॉक खेला है नाइरोबी में विद द विजय भारद्वाज सीरीज इफ एनी बडी रिमेम्बर दो वनडे में उसने खेला है बाकी मतलब ही मस्ट बी लिंचड बाय गांगुली इन द ड्रेसिंग रूम मतलब because at that time very soon he was replaced by either samir dighe or vijay dahia which was even better like uh, we went from bad to worse within a span of months anyways guys so hum log main point pe aate abhi phase bar finally uh, actually point pe aate so uh, how do you guys feel about the world cup defeat in the semi finals uh, rahul you want to start Yeah, I mean, uh, see, initially it came off as a feeling of yeah, this is just another game, and you know, I didn't really have much expectations. But then it started uh, th- for some weird reason. I just couldn't get over it. 
and uh, every time i brought up this topic with uh, my some of my friends or uh, my family they just refused to talk about it and that showed how much it mattered to them so for all this facade that we had of not it not affecting us too much it did affect us so that's one thing i think the main reason if i was to think about it even and place myself in their shoes was the way we lost and uh, uh, the uh there was this build up because we won practically every game besides the game against england and then uh, we kind of uh, dropped the ball on this occasion so then you and obviously new zealand of all sides in my eyes at least was quite a, the weakest side to actually qualify for the semis so losing against them plus the fact that media had virtually written off saying ki are tum birmingham final ka ticket khareedi lo kya zarurat hai lo aise sab baat karke they basically led you on a garden path and uh, we were basically pushed down a well uh, at the end of it so wo i i felt cheated uh, as a consequence and dhoni again uh, screwed up uh and i mean i will talk a more about it in this session but i mean there is a lot more ranting which resulted as a consequence yeah. but because i thought so, there was a lot of potential that uh, we wasted so adi uh, uh india lost to india lost the semi finals in 2015 as well we lost the semi finals once again in 2019 uh but why is there a difference uh, i mean why does this uh, defeat hurt much more than 2015 uh, firstly in 2015 i think we overachieved in some sense we had a terrible season in australia so we were there for 3 months and we practically lost every single game and we started with zero hopes in the 2015 world cup but for some damn reason we had a successful world cup through mohit sharma and umesh yadav along with the spin twins of jadeja and ashwin so we and, ended up uh, and, yeah, and, and and this one and 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 rohit and dhawan also scored centuries i guess kohli did so the top 3 was also firing in that world cup for some it reason it was a very similar world cup but then again we overachieved because the australian team in that world cup was far better and uh, when we lost to australia there wasn't this element of surprise as rahul said like in the last 4 days or 3 days ever since australia lost to south africa and we had this india new zealand fixture people had basically written of new zealand as if like you do, you have to just turn up for the semi final and you will be offered a ticket to lords that's how we treated this game as fans and including us right all of us were happy when south africa won that game and uh, as sport always does like it slaps you back very quickly so i mean uh, do you have a feeling that uh, if this was not new zealand and we were playing let's say against either australia or england the result could have been different uh, i don't i wouldn't say that the result could have been different or the same but probably it wouldn't have rankled as much yeah i mean it was like the disappointment was like a culmination of the entire tournament right the way things were going And, and also to add to that mayuk like just a very brief in this thing so uh, the other reason why we all feel so dis- felt so disappointed is that we could see it coming in some sense in the last couple of years all of us could see it coming yeah so basically what has happened is so after the 2015 world cup the captaincy went to virat kohli um there was change in coaching ravi shastri became the coach and from there on um, i have seen a trend in indian cricket where 
no two consecutive sides face uh, in an international match have had the same 11 uh it is it is actually very well visible in test matches but to a certain extent in one days as well where people uh, people who are being tested out are not given a long run uh, except in certain uh, conditions so uh, rahul would you uh, i mean what do you think I mean, do, do you think some more people deserved a chance here some people deserved a longer rope uh, especially in the middle order uh, the, the position which was in question all through the last two years definitely i mean uh, so uh, there is a couple of things that i would like to talk about here one is that stability drives uh, better performance always 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 uh, stability not to the point of uh, entitlement not to a point where you have a sense of entitlement the way dhoni has had but stability to a point of saying that yes you have performed so your contract continues unchanged or there will be status quo uh, and one of the biggest uh, uh, people who suffered by this not being there is Ajinkya Rahane, who I think is a phenomenally talented batsman and deserved to be, uh, uh, you know, a permanent fixture so in some way in our team. So that is one of my first thoughts. Wo kabi thani to Kohli's indecisiveness or the inability to retain play people draw a lot of insecurity among the people who are uh, there in the squad. दूसरा बात नंबर फोर अपना कभी था नहीं नंबर ऑफ अपना नंबर फोर बैट्समैन कभी बहुत दिन से नहीं था so in case of a unforeseen scenario where the top two wickets uh, get out cheaply in our, in the semi finals it was the top 3 actually uh, number 4 would have been under uh, uh, you know under some tremendous pressure and only an experienced batsman could have uh, weathered that that kind of a situation and rahane again to my mind is one of those people who would have to would have the capability to fend off such kind of situations but they never played him they constantly kept him out of the squad for some lame reason and uh, that obviously affected the whole team as a uh, you know unit and uh, uh, here i would also like to draw attention to how power is abused uh, because when you have more than one stakeholder in a system you can make sure that uh, uh, there is not one individual who decides everything in this case you have a selection committee which is a bunch of pussies so you'll have to forgive my french in this particular episode uh, then you have a coach who is basically a closet drunkard as we mentioned in the last episode and then you have a captain who although the attitude is positive and very very aggressive he doesn't have uh, tactical strength nahi hai uska main bolunga so mm-hmm. all of this put together kohli basically decides everything and usko hisab se wo decide karega ki agar ye iska chehra acha nahi laga to usko squad mein nahi rakhna hai my to my mind this is the only justification why you will uh, give uh, uh, you the only justification you can give for not keeping shami in the playing 11 in the semi finals and bringing bringing in bovi at the last minute although bovi ke against kuch main nahi bolunga because i find him a good bowler but these are my broad thoughts ki stability nahi hai number 4 nahi hai and selectors along with this whole concoction of shastri being a drunkard and kohli being all powerful has led to a complete uh, absurd selection process as a consequence for which we suffered and rightfully so and hence the feeling of being cheated or disappointment 
Yeah, makes sense. So a lot of points there uh, to talk about. Um, Adi, so do you want to start with, you know, the fact that uh, Kohli, uh, Dhoni gave up his captaincy and there was there was tremendous opportunity in the last four years to try another wicketkeeper batsman. And I mean, having having known that Dhoni's ability is sort of going down, so there was backup backup. Was that a concern, Adi? I believe it was, right? It was. So... There are like multiple points to this argument. So, at, in 2015 itself, I, I, I agree with the team management in some sense that it would have been too early to take a call on Dhoni, right? But none of the combinations that they tried, at least one combination out of the lot that they tried could have been a Dhoni-less combination. Especially when they started trying out guys like uh, Rishabh Pant and Dinesh Karthik. What was the harm in actually trying a combination that did not include Dhoni. Because you know what to expect from Dhoni by now, right? So, that was a huge problem. Like, if none of it worked, you could have always fallen back to Dhoni, right? You always knew what to expect from a guy like that. We we didn't do that. Second, and when then, we start... And, and yeah. Dhoni, Dhoni was showing signs of decline in many uh, past tournaments, right? He played such innings in Lords, if I if if I am if I am not mistaken, where I mean he was simply not uh, capable of getting going. I mean he's rotating the strike and everything, but you know uh, I mean let's say if you take the example for uh, the the semi final game and the game against England, India actually were five sixes less against England. They lost by thirty runs, and here we lost by eighteen runs, which is basically three sixes. Yeah. So I mean someone, uh, yeah. Yeah, but if you, instead of looking at it as the number of sixes, it's actually where we are losing it is the inability to rotate the strike in the first 30-odd balls. I think that is Dhoni's biggest problem. I think he's more of an all-or-nothing batsman than he was 10 years ago. So, in 2011, a Dhoni who would have come into bat against, say, Murli Dharan in that final... Yeah. actually rotated a lot of strike and he took twos and singles and that's how he used to get going. But one thing I want that you are focusing this on Dhoni but you have to understand that there is another batsman with the non-strikers and how much pressure build up hota hai, Exactly, exactly. Jadeja, Hardik Pandya, and Jadeja, they couldn't bear the pressure. Wo log, they, they had to cut loose after a point that they played big shots and they got out. This is what happens if you are uh, trying to take singles and twos instead of uh, taking some big... No, I, I, I mean singles and twos in the first 15-20. So, Dhoni's problem is that in the first 30-odd deliveries, his strike, his strike rate is less than 50. Ah. So, agar wo first 30, mein, you are 25 of 30 balls. So you see something like uh, what a Joe Root does these days or uh, carry for instance... You don't know when they reach 30. Like before you have realized they have reached they have reached 25 odd, and that's mostly because they take a lot of singles in the first 15-20 balls. And this again, as you say, when Dhoni came into bat in this game against New Zealand, we were chasing 240 and not 340, obviously. So the run rate required was around six when Dhoni came into bat. And by the time he left, it had gone to 12. So I think that's the bigger problem, and not Dhoni still has it in him to hit a few sixes here and there. I wouldn't say no. But but that has been till too late, re. Too late. Uh, last ball mein sab last over ka pehla ball ya dusra ball mein sab six mara ho. And who was at the other end? Chahal. Kya expectation rakhe ho tum? But Mayuk, like uh, let, before, like without focusing it 
entirely on dhoni and laying the blame on him yeah do, do you think there is another aspect to this problem where none of the others actually know what their role is in the team so shastri very famously keeps repeating this that we don't have batting positions in our side anyone can play anywhere हार्दिक पंडे और ऋषभ पंत में अबिलिटी है रे मतलब ऐसा नहीं है हार्दिक पांडे ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट ही वॉज लाइक फेवरेट पेट पी वर्सकोर्स आफ्टर सचिन तेंडुलकर बट द थिंग इज गिवन दिचुएशन हार्दिक पांड्या पंत एंड जडेजा प्लेड रियली वेल एंड मोर सो हार्दिक पांड्या परफॉर्म कंसिस्टेंटली ही प्लेड इज रोल परफेक्टली as a fifth bowler ha full marks to hardik pandya i would say rahul do you remember like uh, two episodes before i think we discussed and i said like let us take a punt and uh, give all 10 overs to pandya in every game hmm. and i think he proved that uh, he can do it actually so uh, he has grown as a cricketer but uska fault nahi hai matlab it's not pandya pandya's or punt's fault पंत इज ए ट्वेंटी वन ईयर ओल्ड जिसको जो कभी दस वनडे नहीं खेला है साल में उसने बिफोर दर्ल्ड कप वर्ल्ड कप में भेज दिया नंबर वर्ल्ड कप में वर्ल्ड कप में भेजा ठीक है हाँ आफ्टर एन ओपनिंग कोलैप्स इन अ गेम हाई क्वालिटी पेस बॉलिंग सामने हो रहा है एंड यू आस्क your youngest batsman to go out there and रेस्क्यू दैट सिचुएशन फॉर यू वेन यू हैव लाइक अ वेटरन ऑफ अराउंड फोर थ्री फिफ्टी गेम डिस्पाइट ऑल दैट डी डेलीवर्ड Yes, I would say like uh, to all the people who are criticizing Rishabh Pant, he may have the talent, he may not have the talent. That's that time will tell. Like whether he has a long career ahead of him, time will tell. But I think in this tournament, to expect him to rescue you in the biggest game of his career in this very short career is unfair. And again, this point that kisi ka koi batting position nahi hai, it also reflected on suddenly pura tournament. जो बंदे को बैटिंग मिला ही नहीं है दिनेश कार्तिक वॉक्स आउट अहेड ऑफ धोनी ट्वेंटी ब्रेवली वॉक्ट आउट एट नंबर फोर बिफोर युवराज सिंह इन टू थाउजेंड फिफ्टीन यू हैडनी to do well and hmm. now you have a time when you know he is coming in at number 7 and uh, ravi shastri is kind of defending him by saying no um, if he would have come early he we would uh, and if you and if he was out then india would have been in much more trouble and kare q out hoga matlab it's his responsibility na tum log come in and number 5 हाँ बट वो वो लॉजिक तो लेकिन मयूक यू कैन अप्लाई दैट सेम फॉर से रोहित शर्मा और विराट कोहली देन देन ओपन विथ चहल एंड बुमरा फॉर ऑल यू नो अगर वही लॉजिक है तो मतलब उतना 
but that is why i think a positive of resource in the squad selection actually has completely so the fact is that we have a bunch of pussies for selectors uh, mm-hmm. we have a spineless uh, closet drunkard in the form of shastri and we have kohli who is still yet to mature as a uh, tactical uh, player I, I would differ there. Dhoni, 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 tactically speaking, Dhoni, I will say that he is tactically much better. But in terms of the decision that he took of coming down at number 7 was what cost us that year. Of course. No, no, eventually, uh, Kohli, ko, I mean, I'll see, I'm assuming that the captain would say that you will be here. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter uh, senior player, junior player, how uh, advertisement revenue is. If captain says that you are playing here, you are playing If captain says you are playing, then you are playing. So, I mean, uh, eventually, yeah, we, I think we will not know whose call it was. I mean, in spite of what uh, Ravi Shastri says, we will never know that the decision actually was made. Look at the uh, cowardice here. Shastri doesn't even have the balls to own up this. He is saying that it was a team decision. Saleh... Team decide करता है कौन कहाँ betting करेगा and कौन squad में आएगा कब आएगा I mean what garbage are you saying यार and that is because कोई decision था ही नहीं वे they are playing Russian rule with uh, batting order जिसको जब लगे मन करे expect तुम बच्चा लोग को अगर भेजेगा number four पे जब यहाँ पे New Zealander लोग बुच मार रहा है अपना तो don't expect twenty one year olds to rescue you from the situation but this is something which Shekhar Gupta said on uh, cut the clutter in the last couple of episodes. So, what he exactly said was, we have four number sixes in the side, but not a single number four. So, ye, Pant, Pandya, Dinesh, Kartik are all finishers. None of them are uh, 20 for 3 batsmen. And you team selection mein insurance in the So, you have selected a team where you have essentially agreed, assumed the fact that you will be 200 for 2 in every single game. That is not how insurance policies for a side works right the problem problem here is you have you have had the last three four years to test that out and what has happened is basically they have managed to test the uh, i mean they have given opportunities to players like ayer and all but then they were not given the long rope uh, as compared to let's say uh, kedar jadav who was Pandya also, like uh, you, you have seen what it has done to Pandya as a cricketer, right? Exactly. I mean, uh, being being provided opportunities. Opportunities, right? yeah. All right, guys. So I think we should we should take a moment to catch our breath and uh, come back with some more discussion and cool down a bit. Thanda lenge Welcome back to the second segment of this episode, guys. In the last four years, so if if we step back from this tournament for a minute and we look at how we have progressed in the four-year cycle starting from the previous World Cup to now, what you will find is that we began looking for a middle-order option in 2015. So we began with someone like Arahane. Then we went ahead to Australia in one of those stores where we had Manish Pandey. And if you guys remember, Manish Pandey had a... 100 odd chasing 330 against uh, Australia in Sydney. Manish Pandey was tried for a few months op- and to be fair, he failed in a lot of the opportunities that he got. Then he switched to Ambati Raidu and as late as the Asia Cup last year, Kohli went ahead and said in a press conference that the number 4 slot is sealed and Raidu is my option. From there, we went on to Vijay Shankar 
inexplicably and vijay shankar straight away finds a spot in the squad and none of it is the fault of the of the player in question here and all of your team selection in this world cup revolved around you being at 200 for two all these kind of top 3 succeeding scenarios what do you think mayok is lacking in terms of vision is it like a lack of clarity in terms of vision from ravi shastri or do you think there is tactic lacumen there is a lack of it from kohli or the lack of a very strong head of selection committee see basically uh, pretty much every uh, points that you raised you know and they are a contributing factor but i mean and you mentioned so many uh, players who were tried and tested uh, throughout the period of these last 3 4 years so i mean see one of the reasons that definitely uh, uh contributed to an instable middle order is in most of the games that india played uh top 3 scored and we were at like there were there have been many situations where india were actually 200 for 3 or 180 for 3 or 180 for 2 those kind of situations and and let's assume that you know that was a game where the team management was trying out a new person so someone like manish pandey or ajinkya rahane they come in with only 8 overs 10 overs or 12 overs to bat and uh, they are not able to showcase you know what sort of role they can play when uh, the situation is bad like 24-3 or 54-4 that kind of a situation so now this is where the tactical astuteness of a captain or a coach comes into play Let's see. You are having a situation where the top three are scoring heavily. So how do you how do you give more opportunities to the players, and how do you create situations where uh, the others can be tested? I mean, it's it's a tough question to ask, right? Uh, my opinion is you should have you should have identified couple of person and then given them a very long rope. so hardik pandya say was one of them but to be frank hardik hardik pandya was being given a long rope for the number 6 position or number 7 position and not really a number 4 or 5 position right uh they might they should have i, I think they should have stuck to ambati raidu for a longer period of time and even maybe some i mean manish pandey for manish pandey for sure uh, he played really well in australia he failed in a few series i think he he should have he should have given some more time uh, so i mean from my perspective uh, lack of tactical astuteness from part of kohli and uh, ravi shastri was one reason uh, i mean i'm not sure if you would agree with it and you could add to some more things than what i said so rahul coming back to you uh so when we won the world cup in 2011 the chairman of selectors was someone like uh, krishrikant for all the comments that we have on krishrikant otherwise but he still was a established name in indian cricket at some point former captain and when we asked sachin to step down so it is said that it was sandeep patil who relayed this uh decision to sachin tendulkar saying that either he steps down or he gets dropped from monday cricket altogether in 2012 so in both these cases you had strong personalities as the chairman of selectors and i know you have a lot to say on this regarding the personalities that are selectors today and how they might struggle to take a call against uh, an absolute superstar like virat kohli right now 
Yeah, look, I mean, the point is that uh, the way I, as I understand it, how this happens is that the selectors obviously take a call as to who gets to stay uh, a bit longer or who gets to play for a few more matches before they're officially dropped. Uh, Kohli, while he will uh, have a say in this, uh, the final decision will rest with the selection committee. Have I got that part right or do you feel that there is something else which ideally happens? But that is how it is traditionally supposed to work. Okay, but- okay traditionally. Well, let's let's stick to, to let's address the but later. But right now, traditionally, this is how it should happen. Now, when you have a selection committee which is as toothless as that we uh, as the one we have today, when you have a selection committee chief who is uh, a nobody, uh, you obviously have, and these people are not even administrators in their regional cricket associations that they have managed to uh, prove their mettle and then manage to get a promotion or a rise of sorts into the selection committee of BCCI. These are all some has-been people who don't have any record put together. I mean, Gagan Koda, uh, Jatin Paranjpe, Devangani and all, these are all nobodies. So, uh, even if you give them power, they wouldn't know what to do with it. That's the kind of uh, people they are, number one. Uh, number two, uh, they are all essentially in Kohli's back pocket, wherein you are right. Jab uh, Sachin Tendulkar had to, uh, you know, the decision had to be taken regarding Tendulkar. Sandeep Patil, who is uh, established in his own right, and Krish Rikant, who is also kind of a senior guy, decided that. So, wo ek hona wo bhi pe missing hai. So, all in all, uh, at, at the end of the day, it's cricket which is not the winner. Which is uh, yes. happening the case, which is in our coaches' words, in our coaches' for drunk coaches' words, yes. <laughs> so, Mayuk, yeah. so there was this one year stint where Anil Kumble was the coach, if you remember, I think in the 2016 2017 uh, phase, and before that and after that, you had this Shastri era, if I'm not wrong. So, in that one year, Kohli has had performances to show for him. Uh, we reached the Champions Trophy final. Of course, we lost the Champions Trophy final. And that was the last we saw of Anil Kumble. So, do you think with a more uh, tactical personality and a stronger personality that like Kumble at the coach, this unilateral decision-making, does it first of all look like it is Kohli who is taking the calls and not Shastri, firstly? And do you think a guy like Anil Kumble would have made a huge difference to how this entire middle order muddle was handled, given the fact that every single uh, Indian cricket watcher out there has been calling this like a year in advance, if not earlier? Yeah, see, uh, I mean, I should point out that, you know, I think Ravi Shastri, in my opinion, has been reaping the benefits of an extraordinarily talented Indian team, right? Uh, Be it be it test matches or one day, uh, this team has been sort of an autopilot just because there there are a bunch of supremely talented bowlers, uh, even better than the bat, even better than the collection of batsmen. So be it the uh, uh, test match series win in Australia, be it uh, some good performances in England, uh, 
be it the all the one day bilaterals that we have been winning or um, going to the finals or semi finals of uh, i don't think shastri really contributed anything because he is not really picking and choosing players he is getting the players who are extremely talented and i mean it's like one in a lifetime opportunity where you'll end up with people like bumra and shami uh, bhuvaneshwar kumar bowling together which is uh, phenomenal ishan sharma in test matches so uh, i don't i don't think shastri has contributed to anything right now question of kumble yes i mean he is a, he is a massively talented person experienced administrator and i think that is where the problem with kohli starts because uh, let's say kohli has his own point of view uh, kumble could provide more options or have counter arguments to that and that that probably was not uh, suited to his personality and that's where the problem lied uh, so that would be my take on it but so in general you mean i think kohli has disproportionately large amount of power is that is that what you are trying to say here i think so i mean i don't see anyone in the current setup who is willing to question kohli and and this is very important because uh, this is very important see when dhoni was the captain i mean he was a tactical genius so i don't think there was anyone in indian setup at that time who would have contributed to tactics as far as one day matches go better than dhoni himself to dhoni right but I, but this is not the case right now i mean we have seen time and again that kohli is very very weak when it comes to tactics be it test matches be it team selection or one day matches so the, there has to be an outer voice there kumble could have been a better choice in hindsight let's forget the point that he is let's remember that he is not there so there has to be someone who kind of brings in that external point of view and i don't see anyone in there definitely not shastri so rahul coming back to you so the dhoni of 2008 famously kept out ganguly and dravid and this is also something which has been shown in his biopic do you think the dhoni of 2008 will have dhoni of 2019 in the team uh it no i i don't know not not as long as this combination uh, of shastri the selectors and kohli uh, are uh, you know untouched as long as they are there nothing will change no i i mean i mean like the dhoni the captain of 2008 mm-hmm. uh, the world cup winning captain would mm-hmm. he have retained somebody like the current dhoni in the side i, I just the irony. It, yeah. it 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 entirely depends because with you know uh, power corrupts you that's the reality of it so with the kind of power that dhoni uh, had uh at least i mean he there was some very direct uh, you know uh, conflict of interest when he <laughs> managed raina jadeja and all these people and ashwin in the team so i mean that was a very good example of how power can corrupt you so if there was some vested interest they would retain him irrespective of what the what price that he pays uh so that that's my thinking of it so do you think that they are not being a bcci and all this loda committee supreme court uh, panga that has happened in the last 3 years absolutely absolutely i was about to uh, address that point actually as one of the other factors that has led to this failure because i think in terms of resources in terms of talent in terms of having a system in place we have it all there we are quite endowed well endowed in that sense but the supreme court uh, i must say is playing spoil sport here literally so because uh, them by the way they have uh, you know uh, taken off power from the uh, bcci chairman 
despite their uh, you know irregularities being there i mean you can't get involved in something which you have no idea of uh so th- this whole loda committee nonsense is affecting the way selection happens i mean coming back to this previous discussion of kumble being there and the way he was very poorly handled the fact is that kumble was brought in by another goon of sorts which was uh, shrini mama Uh, of uh, india cements so because of him he wanted some sort of pedigree in the squad he brought in kumble he brought in rahul dravid and uh, uh, the there was overall compliance but the point is the moment that these guys started uh, facing some sort of resistance or heat they were uh, more than happy to throw them under the bus which is what happened and that's why uh, kumble's uh, contract uh, the way it was ended very disgracefully i think it was a very very sad moment for all of us that someone as great as him had to be shown the door the way uh, they did and that so, is and they're paying a price for that as well see i mean whatever we say about people like uh, n shrinivasan and jagmohan dalmia i mean apart from the fact that you know they were crooks i mean they were good cricket administrators they're I mean, phenomenal whatever, cricket administrators i mean exactly right so we don't see that figure right now no uh, that, thanks to the supreme court exactly and- yeah and it's also mayuka problem with other indian sports as well right that's the difference that you see you may you also have crooks but at the same time you have government intervention that's why indian hockey is where it is right now and yeah, so i mean see it was i mean in, indian cricket was fortunate in the last uh, 15 20 years to not be under the influence of government that much yes right so i mean uh, i mean i believe i mean supreme court should not be playing a part in this uh, i mean yes bcci is corrupt they make a lot of money i ipl makes a lot of money but but in the eventually i mean you know the end result is india has been doing well yeah. and thanks to the system that has already been created before uh, supreme court uh, 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 involvement came into the picture and and just to clarify it to the listeners like we wouldn't be saying all this if we didn't have the resource okay a semi final uh, finish in 1996 was probably a phenomenal performance for us but not now with all the resources that we have so let's just hope that all the bcci issues get fixed and we have somebody like a saurav ganguly heading the board hopefully i mean if, if you if you remember i mean so, I mean saurav ganguly and vvs lakshmande did not want ravi shastri near the team near the team i mean ravi shastri was uh, late for the interview and he was showing up on skype late uh, saurav ganguly just rightfully left the room he's like I, i i don't have any business with someone who is interviewing and not serious about the job so that says a lot about you know how this job uh, how this person got the job it is almost like school mein bachcha log bol raha hai ki mera principal kon hona chahiye basically that's how kohli demanding shastri is I mean, basically. yeah. See, basically, see. I mean, Kohli is a great batsman. He is turning out to be a very phenomenal. Uh, I mean, a personality of sport and a celebrity. Uh, things that he is doing, but he has to recognize that he is not a tactical genius. He should start learning and try to be a better tactical genius. And for that, he needs to get outside help. I mean, Shastri is not the answer. so just to sum it up we have had a reason de- decently okay four years statistically ever since shastri and kohli took over let's grant them that but one major failure of our side since 2015 rather uh, since 2013 has been our inability to win big games we win a lot of bilateral series like if you look at our win percentages they'll be like 
uh, upwards of 60% and 70% these days. But when it comes to those crunch games, so we have lost a sum total of three games in the last three World Cups, which is phenomenal. Like around 40 games, we have lost three games probably. But we do not finish off these semifinals, these finals and all these tough knockout-like situations. Ah, so I mean, you think, what good is your record if you don't uh, finish off when so, it matters? So do you think this is more... Again, to do with the insecurity resulting in big match situations, these these guys not being able to handle big match situations. We have none of us have played elite see, level sport. See, no, no one can just come in and be a big match player, right? I mean, uh, it has to be it, it has to be practiced. It has to be inculcated. IPL, yes. I mean, see, in IPL you'll get three bad bowlers. I mean, if you're playing over number 17, 18, 19, and twenty, two. Yeah, I mean, there is going to be at least one bowler whom you can score 25 against. So, that's not that's not the point. I mean, see, I mean, going back to the matches India have lost in uh, away test matches, you know, be it England or South Africa or Australia, the matches we have lost has been selection blunders, right? Not because someone performed extraordinarily poor, not because someone dropped a catch and the other person went in and scored 200. That did not happen. It was purely tactical uh, miscalculations, especially for from the 11, from the selection 11 point of view. Mm. And that comes from captain and uh, uh, coach. They did not end up learning from that. I mean, they continued doing the same thing in one day cricket. नहीं बट ऐसा अगर तेरे पास ऐसे टूथलेस सिलेक्शन कमिटी रहेगा तो तू क्या करेगा रे बता मेरे को यस दैट दैट्स अ थिंग आई मीन कोहली एंड शास्त्री हियर आर आंसरेबल टू नोबडी दैट्स अ प्रॉब्लम आई मीन इट हैज टू बी समवन ऑफ द स्टेचर ऑफ राहुल रविड गांगुली लक्ष्मण कुमले यू नो टू हूम दे हैव टू बी आंसरेबल टू सो आई एक्सपेक्ट मेजर चेंजेस एज़ फार एज़ फार एज़ यू नो द द ग्रुप ऑफ पीपल टू हूम कोहली इज आंसरिंग इज कंसर्नड I see that you strategically left out Sachin Tendulkar from that list. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he's a tactical genius himself. We know that. So, <laughs> so let's let's not come to that. Okay, so to sum this up, I think lack of of accountability probably Kohli has to go. Kohli, the player, would still remain, but Kohli, the captain, might be a good to let him go as a captain. Maybe a a, a saner head as a captain. And also hoping for a stronger personality as a coach and not yeah, the dumb I mean, The latter would be much more important to me. I mean, yes, see, right now there is this debate going on between whether Kohli should be the captain for limited overs or Rohit Sharma should be given the role. See, I mean, uh, Kohli has not committed blunders on the field, right? It's like, let's say... Uh, we should have had such and such field placements and we got it absolutely wrong. Traditionally, that has not happened. Uh, I mean, yes, Rohit Sharma is a great, uh, I mean, great in his own respect as far as winning IPLs and some one-day matches go. But, I mean, I believe, I mean, I believe Kohli has a personality to learn. I mean, hey, but Mayuk, may, may I, baat batao, again, I just want to test out this uh, theory that Kohli and uh, Co have been applying on the others. That when you don't give other people a fit and you constantly rotate, like Karun Nair, Rane, Manish Pandey, Ambati Wright, when you have been horsing around with these people, why should you get to uh, know, sit comfortably? Even your captaincy should be brought into question and, uh, and you should be phased out on and off. So and Rahul, too, is credit. 
said it sachin himself had this problem where he was a great cricketer but a poor captain and Haan, he, but he was very down. open about it right he he yes. admitted it so uh, he has been honest at least so kohli ko bhi utna thoda he should also be made to sit on the bloody burner uh, for a change ki aisa nahi chalega ki tum baaki log ko squad perpetually change karte raho everyone is insecure but you are bloody sitting comfortably as captain wo nahi chalega and that is and that is one of the reasons where why we had to carry dhoni all this while exactly yeah <clears throat> So I think we have a lot I mean we have this next world cup coming up in 4 years 2023 that is going to be in India I think uh, in the next segment we are going to speak a little bit about what we expect in the squad uh, what kind of bench reserves we have and where we are going right And the on- and the only way we can uh, go look forward to winning a world cup is like if we ac- agree to the fact that a semi final is not a successful finish Yeah absolutely like, I mean, I, I, like 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 finishing the league stages as number 1 is not an achievement yeah i mean finishing in the semi finals would be okay for a team like england and south africa but not for india at this stage or pakistan <laughs> yeah, that would be over achievement <laughs> or, or arsenal <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome back guys uh, we are on to the third segment of uh, this episode of uh, the fourth seat podcast and uh, based on our previous discussion uh, about uh, how the selection committee and the selection uh, process not being uh, sufficiently capable to handle situations we would uh, like to understand how we could handle this in the future and obviously mayuk uh, i would like to start off with you first because uh, as we all know the next world cup would be held in india how do you see us progressing and what do you think needs to be done for uh, us to make it happen this time see the thing is uh, the good thing for india is you know there is there are tremendous batting resource reserves uh, you have mayank agarwal you have prithvi shaw shubman gill we have tremendous batting resources uh the question is will there be bowlers who can replicate the magic of what bumrah bhuvi and shami does uh they are not terri- they are not really old you know bumrah will be let's say 30 during that world cup he'll still be playing if he is fit um the thing is how will younger bowlers be mentored that will be really important but to me the most important factor that is going to decide a world cup in a subcontinent will be batsmen who can bowl batsman who can spin the ball so if you take take it to a consideration let's say uh uh someone like yuvraj singh suresh raina uh, kedar jadav uh, uh virender sehwag no kedar jadav I, i hope he is not in the picture after uh, some months so uh, people like sehwag yuvraj raina you know who are part time spinners but these guys will be bowling 10 overs 15 overs in in india in in one day conditions and you will see uh, you will see teams like bangladesh sri lanka they are going to be massively successful in the next world cup uh, i can assure you that at least bangladesh will be a force to reckon with in the next world cup so india has to take some uh, ideas from how 2011 world cup was played because it's a home world cup there is going to be tremendous pressure uh there has to be a sane and uh you know uh intelligent and a good coach that india should appoint that is going to be key and you have to identify players uh who can also bowl a little bit uh, uh you have hardik pandya but now i'm talking about people who can spin the ball that is going to be really key in the next world cup so adi you can add to uh my points over here 
I agree, Mayuk. I have another suggestion to the side. Not that it matters. In the next four years, I would like our team management to take more risks in the bilateral series. There is no harm in losing a few series here and there at the cost of giving more exposure to a Mayank Agarwal or a Prithvi Shaw. Like stick to that. Like have a twenty percent lower success rate in the interim period if it means that you will have a more stable core when it goes to the World Cup. Because if you look at this side, I think at least six or seven. I would hedge my bet. Six or seven of this current side would make it to the next World Cup. So it's not like you need like wholesale changes to the side. You'll need a couple of batsmen. Uh, guys like Pant and Pandya will be there. I think they'll be much more of a force in the next World Cup. A cup. We might need a spinner, as you said, and we will have to look at life after uh, Dhawan and Sharma. Actually, do, because, do, do, I mean, I feel at least one of them is going to play the next World Cup. One of them might, but given the fitness levels of Rohit Sharma right now, I, I am very skeptical of whether he'll survive. <laughs> but see, uh, it is not it is not a thing that I am very worried about because you have good batsmen as backup. Uh, I mean, my thing is, uh, well, yes, all-rounders for sure. And the second thing is, you know, home World Cup is, you know, it, it brings a lot of pressure. We had Dhoni and Gary Kirsten who were, you know, like uh, like cool presence in the dressing room. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, Ravi Shastri will lose his wits in a home World Cup. So to add to that, Mayuk, I mean, a pressure ka scenario, you look at when... the fringe players have gotten chances they, they have most invariably they have gotten chances in the uh, dead rubber matches like when the series is done india has already won and then you have two games which have no context that is when the new players get exposure typically so i'd say that you rest sharma and kohli and these likes in the live games give guys like prithvisha a chance and let them prove themselves in games that actually yeah, yeah. mean something right yeah. so you, if, if if i could kind of summarize this point uh, and probably move on to another topic is we basically start experimenting with the uh, stable playing 11 uh, with the future world yeah. cup point. and we as audience also should be prepared uh, for the side losing more i think it's also a, how the fans react to defeats we should uh, realize the fact that these bilateral series are not anything more than football friendlies mm-hmm. right no no one say remembers a football side for how many friendlies it has won in between two world cups yeah i think the bilateral should be treated the same way mm-hmm. and, also, rest, and and also nidhans trophy Nidhas <laughs> Trophy. You can you can do a lot better in big matches if you are used to losing. It might sound counterintuitive, but actually I think that is an approach I would like this side taking. Hmm. अच्छा एक बात मेरे को पूछना था कि ये जो IPL है, I think this whole mindset of let's tackle this situation in the last two overs uh, i'm again i don't mean to blame dhoni for it specifically but invariably what used to happen is it's world's greatest finisher bolke last two over mein soran marne ka wo log koshish karta tha that has i would say uh, been um, kind of a hangover from the ipl ka format do you think ipl should also be altered or tweaked a bit so that we uh have a rise towards the world cup so rahul this is there is a fundamental difference to the ipl and the one day international cricket as mayuk pointed out 
one is you have a lot of weak bowlers in every IPL side who you can pick and attack in the last couple of overs, which is what Dhoni typically does. You He'll wait for a Dinda, he'll wait for a Jaydev Unadkat to come in. A team is not made up of four Rabadas, right? In the mm. bowling attack. Mm. The IPL, that is the, first, that is the first difference. And the second is that the fag end of an IPL game is still only a 40-over-old 40, 40 pitch and a 15-over-old ball. Okay. Whereas in whereas in one day cricket you are playing on a pitch which has lasted ninety eight overs now much slower mm. more wear and tear and mm. then also a ball which is much older mm. I think just to assume that scoring hundred runs in the last ten overs is a piece of cake based on IPL calculations is absolute bullshit I think but then isn't and, this wasn't this mentality reflected uh, when we were playing some critical games that's my point. It did. I think we have fooled ourselves by believing that uh, 100 runs in the last 10 hours can be achieved very easily every single time, which is not the case because fundamentally the two games are again different. Mm. And also you have fewer resources, right? 10 wickets in hand over 20 overs, whereas when you are f- starting the last 10 overs in a one-day one game, you have already lost 4 or 5. Right. You do not have the same freedom anymore. Right, 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 right. Then I would like to come to one more thing and Mayuk, your opinion, uh, I'll go for you first. Uh, I'm now looking at scapegoats. Let's face it, that's something which <laughs> is there in our DNA to find scapegoats. Match so, you, to match ka mujri, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> There, sh- I mean, if it were me, I would have severed a lot of heads. But in that list of people whose heads must be severed, where would you start, Mayuk? Well, of course, I don't want to see Shastri around. So, Shastri would need to go first. Mm. Uh, second would be, uh, I mean, I hope Dhoni retires. See, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from uh, what Dhoni has achieved. I mean, he has achieved phenomenal things in the one-day sphere. Uh, he has been a great one-day captain, very good batsman, very good person, very good leader. Mm. Everything is there. But, I mean, it is also true that, you know, everyone has a shelf life. Right. It, it used to be at the age of 33, 34 in the past. Now, uh, it is 37, 38 because of, you know, uh, heightened fitness levels. Right. So, uh, I mean, yes, I mean, uh, I hope he, I hope he doesn't stay around very long. Right. What happens is, you know, the players like Pant... Uh, or whoever else comes in, you know, uh, they will not get that chance to bat in uh, live games, as, as Addy pointed out, uh, test them out in in testing situations. So I hope he goes. Mm. And third would be, you know, the the thing is, I am not really keen on blaming the uh, younger players. I mean, Pandya, I mean, for whatever we have said about him on this podcast, I mean, he has played exceptionally well in this he world. He's delivered. I I would give him uh, full punch yeah. for delivering so, whatever he was expected. Yeah. So, let's go back to the time, uh, let's go back to, you know, like pre-2012-13 times where people were given longer ropes. Hmm. Uh, if you bring someone in, let's say, so Mayank Agarwal, let's say he, he's actually an opening batsman. If you are, if you were to try him out at number four, number five, give him uh, give him like four or five series. Hmm. Uh, if you want to find a replacement for Rohit Sharma, Shikhar Dhawan at the top, let's say if you bring in Prithvi Shah or Shubman Gill in a one-day format, give them give them a longer rope so mm. uh, i would like to see that mm. uh, as far as heads go heads going i mean shastri for sure uh, my hope is dhoni will go and i hope uh, a very sensible selection committee comes into the picture where kohli is actually answerable to someone 
Okay. And uh, uh, Adi, do you think uh, Kohli should continue being the captain? I mean, I, I still feel that he's... And uh, thanks a lot, Mayuk, because I think uh, you kind of echo what we, uh, all three of us feel. Because uh, as much uh, slack Tendulkar gets from us or this podcast, the fact is we have absolute reverence for that man and for what his uh, contribution is. The same applies to Dhoni. Usko gali isle pad rahe because usne underperform kiya. Otherwise, uska track record hum log nazar andaz nahi kar rahe. So, but as I said, when we when I asked the question, it was about scapegoats. And your opinion is quite clear that Shastri goes. I think I am with you there. Uh, Dhoni should retire also something that and and a new selection committee. Uh, Adi, uh, up, so more uh, additions to the list potentially. And one more question to you specifically is, would you like to con- see Virat Kohli continue as a captain as a player i think he's great but would you like to see him continue as the captain in short no okay in fact both in tests and in one days actually so in tests i would stick to someone like uh, cheteshwar pujara as a captain okay and and in one days again bearing in mind he has had a decent test match record not taking anything away but not because of tactics but because of players right. yeah, but, but, and, but, but is, is cheteshwar pujara does he have captaincy experience yeah, he. It's okay, right? You can still thrust someone into the job. Kohli isn't doing any better, and in one day cricket, I think definitely Rohit Sharma would make for a very good ODI captain, given the fact that he has he tends to win a lot of IPLs. Kohli again has been a tactical failure in the IPL too, where he has a very strong side. He has a star-studded Galacticos like side in the IPL and he still fails to win. I, mean, I, think see, it, I, mean, I, I would agree with the one-day part. See, the problem with the test part is you want a person to captain the side who is kind of playing at least two, if not three formats of the game. But uh, Cheteshwar Pujara is not going to play uh, one-day but, matches. Right? But why is that so? You can have a red ball captain and a white ball captain the way England do, right? It's Joe Root and Ian Morgan and yeah, they are phenomenally the, successful the, in both. I mean, the test captain plays both the formats, right? I mean, you want a test captain who can basically come in in any format. But is not necessarily so, Mayuk. But at one point, we did have like Kumble the test captain and Dhoni the one-day captain for a brief while. It did seem to work. That is when we won the World T20 in 2007. Uh, Rahul Ravid and Kumble were the captains during that period. So yeah, I, I mean... I mean, I would, I would like to see uh, Cheteshwar Pujara display more uh, captaincy qualities before he's actually given the mantle. But nevertheless, I mean, I get your point about uh, finding potential replacements for uh, Virat Kohli. Because I think that will free up Kohli the player. I think that is what uh, happened to Tendulkar eventually when uh, he left captaincy. I think he became a much freer batsman after I mean, that. Yeah, in that phase. But but only in the context of uh, uh, multinational tournaments, right? Because, multinational tournaments, yeah. I mean, because once Kohli became the captain, I mean, his record, I mean, as yeah, far as yeah, batting yeah. yeah, but... अगर नहीं है tactically बहुत superior तो let us not stick to him ना उसमें क्या बड़ी बात है मतलब we have treated others the same way so that's my yeah. point and, and also and, and and to be fair I mean Kohli has been given uh, like he has been captain for a pretty quite long a long time so I think the shelf life was Ganguly was there for six seven years Kohli has already been there for around five years now so I think uh, it's time for Kohli to go Shastri definitely has to go. And also give a longer rope, yeah. Matlab, the way they've handled some of these less confident players like uh, Rahane and Pujara in Test Match Cricket, I think a more mature captain would handle them much better. Right. Uh, I, and uh, 
and lose more yaar again i come back to that same point it sound sounds a little stupid but haro na yaar risk lo because when we won the world cup in 2011 we didn't have the best uh, win percentage in the previous 3 years mm. i don't see any harm in doing that i and i think that is because you will need a more uh, a, a, a brave captain yeah, to actually I mean, I, mean, if, 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 i can make a very perfect comparison because that was a time when dhoni used to say i really don't care whether we are winning or not Uh, yes. and, and and right now shastri would be like i think we want to win every game even if it is a seven match series against sri lanka we want hmm. to win it 7-0 just a quick anecdote 2008 mein uh, when dravid and ganguly were first dropped by dhoni himself and this is the dhoni at the peak of his powers so dravid in his previous series had a 60 ball 90 to be in england against england he gets dropped for australia a lot of flag we'll go on to lose a few games in the cb series in australia but eventually you have guys like gambhir you had robin utappa in that series doing reasonably okay and then you unearth rohit sharma in that very series all of them went on to play the final of the cb series we beat australia in australia in 2008 and the same core ended up winning the world cup for you That I mean, it's Rohit Sharma is the perfect example of someone being given a long rope, right? Because yes. from 2007 to 2013, he was pretty much a nobody, uh, except for Talent. being except for being very talented. But then <laughs> he has been a beast since 2013, right? And that is credit to Dhoni himself. And Dhoni was a brave man as a captain when it came to taking these calls. That's the bottom line. And I think in that context, I think Kohli has to go. A lot of brave decisions have to be taken. Okay, okay, good. And nothing, think... but nothing extremely drastic the way Pakistan would do. No, not nothing <laughs> drastic. But yeah, drastic in the sense I think I would definitely, if I would uh, was to add two cents, a new, uh, completely agree with both of your uh, views. Uh, new selection committee is desperately needed with a more powerful uh, presence there, and I think BCCI should clean up the mess and have a proper uh, BCCI chief in place, uh, not someone like a Srinivasan or a Jagmohan Dalmia, but someone who is able and capable of delivering. So that that's how I would like to conclude. And, and on a positive note rahul i think uh, we are only one or two pieces of the jigsaw away from absolutely, an absolutely. icc title win But nothing nothing major that we need to rejig i should say so i i just would like to uh, move on to the next point which is which is probably the final uh, uh, topic for discussion today and i would like to start with you mayuk uh your thoughts on the final uh, predictions how do you see it going general uh, thoughts on the final i should say i mean in my opinion it is going to be uh, new zealand's bowling versus england's batting and I, at least i hope that is the case because i wish uh, i i want new zealand to win this world cup uh mainly because i like new zealand team i have liked them since a very long time and on the other hand i completely dislike english cricket so that would be like a biased opinion i want new zealand to win and secondly predict if i mean if predictions go i mean i'll just stick to my gut feeling that new zealand wins this world cup hmm. okay uh what do you think will go in favor of them uh, i mean any names i mean obviously williamson has been performing just too consistently uh any other names that you think will You know, I, I, I still, I, I still, I still feel uh, Guptil could play a critical role 
uh, when New Zealand bats, he has be he has had a very uh, you know unassuming World Cup. I guess uh, I hope he fires in the World Cup. And as far as bowling goes, I think New Zealand bowlers can have the better hand against English batsmen, given the fact that is this is going to be a high pressure game. I will be I will be very surprised if uh, England score uh, more than three hundred twenty or thirty. I mean, I I think I think I think two seventy and two eighty on a Lord's pitch is going to be a very competitive total, whichever whichever team makes that. And irrespective of whether you bat first uh, or second, you're, yeah. you're saying the toss will not be kind of a decider in any uh, sense. Given uh, on any other day, yes, toss is a factor in such on such uh, pitches. But because this is a final, because this is a home final for England, let's say if they are to bat first and get two seventy two eighty, it would be a competitive total. And same goes for New Zealand. If they are, if they score two seventy two eighty odd, uh, England is going to be under tremendous pressure, and the game will not be anything like they had against. Uh, uh, Australia in their semi-final, it is going to be much, much more challenging. Because okay. keep in mind that New Zealand has a better bowling attack than Australia, in my opinion. Okay. Adi, your thoughts on the finals? Uh, just by pure logic and the pure ability, I think England is miles ahead. Begrudgingly mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan. Okay. But given the magnitude of the occasion tomorrow, if you look at the British press, they are all hyping it up as the biggest day uh, biggest sporting weekend in British history and all that. There's a free so, BBC coverage. So. Free BBC coverage. Channel 4 mein coincides with Wimbledon final. Weekend hai, Lords mein hai. So I think all that will add to the occasion. And uh, we have we do not know how England will react to all that, right? English sporting history mein wo log jab bhi aisa occasion hai, last, last year Football World Cup semi-final. So I think that is what makes this a spicy encounter. And just poetically, as Mayuk, I think, has mentioned all the cricketing angles to this. But four years ago, when England were in absolute doldrums in the 2015 World Cup, uh, getting knocked out by Bangladesh, they began by emulating New Zealand and their approach in a home series. It has all come a full circle and it's England versus New Zealand again. I would love to see New Zealand lifting that trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody but England. And... Uh, also, then I would like to see how the cricketing world reacts to calling New Zealand world champions for the next four years. <laughs> I, think, I think everyone will like to do that. I'm, I'm no, not everyone sure. will like to do that, but uh, it is about the perspective, right? We have never treated New Zealand as equals in international cricket. Always like the afterthought, hey, Australia mein tour ho hai, chalo, New Zealand mein one day That is how we have treated them for a long time. Even this earlier this year, that's how we went to New Zealand. Didn't play test matches there and all that. So, just to see how fans react and how media reacts to all that, uh, and just to put it on record, uh, Kane Williamson is my favorite cricketer out there currently. Mm. Uh, the way he carries himself and the class and the grace of that man. I would definitely love New Zealand winning this World Cup. And, 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 for, and for me, I think, uh, although it was a very sad moment, uh, I would like to give a special shout out to that brilliant run out by Martin Guptel again. Fantastic, yeah. And... And what presence of mind, Ray, matlab, when we keep going back to a pressure mein execution, yeah, I think know, that is I, the difference between a World Cup and a pilot. Reminds me, 2011 final, there was such a run-out situation where Gambhir actually gave his all. You remember uh, Gambhir actually... Yes, yes, Gambhir yes. Dived. Was, Gambhir dived. Uh, he dived in such a ferocious manner that he was his legs were actually towards his head, bending backwards. True. Uh, 
yeah and then he sort of was like kind of uncomfortable physically after that dive but it shows the commitment he had at that time and just imagine if dhoni had dived uh, against kapil's throw a much older player right matlab yeah. physically yeah. I mean, not yeah. at the peak that, that's what sport. that's what brings me back to shelf life right that is the difference between that uh, kohli in one of his interviews i think breakfast with champions mentioned right a difference between a good attempt and a fantastic catch is just that 2% difference in fitness right Absolutely. fantastic thought uh, to end this beautiful session uh, adi and mayu thoroughly enjoyed this discussion and uh, let's hope that tomorrow Uh, well, we have a good final we have least. a good final so yeah are, are, are you guys going to watch the final yeah absolutely i am going to be watching that final so, in fact it might be even more fun watching it as a neutral now yeah, yeah now my my chance i mean my chances are gone because uh, i had blocked the sunday because thinking india could be in the finals but tomorrow is also my wife's birthday so now that uh, india is not, play, not playing anymore my uh, tv will be shut off not by choice but by dictate Well, then uh, happy birthday to uh, Lisa is what I would say. And let's uh, uh, part ways, guys. Thank you very much for the discussion, and uh, see you all soon. All right. Bye bye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.